Brown Liquor and Bad Ideas is intended for the participation of responsible adults of legal drinking age who wish to engage in substantive virtual discussions and social drinking for entertainment purposes only. Brown Liquor and Bad Ideas does not advocate the abuse of alcoholic beverages. Choosing to participate in any of the drinking activities shared in the program should be made with moderation and caution and is the sole responsibility of the user. Hey cousins, welcome to Brown Liquor and Bad Ideas. Welcome cousins to this episode of Brown Liquor and Bad Ideas. I'm Cornell Wright, the People's Lobbyist. Welcome today. We're going to talk about voting and why it matters. So, cousins. We've often heard, we've often shouted, I've even said it more than once a time that we're number one. Talking about the United States of America. Well, let's talk about something that's really kind of important that we're not number one in. In fact, according to one research poll done by the Pew Organization, that in 2018, the United States ranked 26th out of 32 countries that they counted in regards to percentage of their voting population who could vote. We ranked 26th out of the world. And in fact, in the 2016 presidential election, just four years ago, according to that same study, there was only 55.7% of us cousins who could vote, who actually participated in our electoral process and in your cousin's constitutional right. Come on, cousins, we can do better than that. Because the whole idea of having a democracy and having the opportunity to vote is to what? Exercise that vote. So if we don't participate and we're not engaged, then our democracy is not as strong as it could be. Because you may have heard that story, a discussion, you got to be in the game to win the game. So voting is our opportunity to being in the game. Every one of us cousins. And so now we're looking at, perhaps in a couple of weeks, depending upon the airing of this show, there's going to be a couple of weeks we're going to have an opportunity of voting again. This is a big election. One, because it starts voting for the President of the United States, depending upon the rotation, a number of senators, every two years, cousins, we get a chance to reelect the members of the House of Representatives, because they only get two-year terms, so every year they get a chance, every two years they have to come back and ask for us to vote for them, which is what? our engaging them to say, we like the job you were doing, we want you to continue doing that job for who? The cousins, us. Now, I understand that during the course of some of these shows, a lot of cousins, you already know some of these things. And for those cousins, I'm saying, hey, just hold on with me. Maybe I'll have one small piece of information or maybe one bad idea that might be of value to you. For other cousins, this may be new, and for a whole bunch of cousins out there who never really had civics as part of a high school curriculum, uh, this might be something new and different for you. It might be some added information. I don't know about you, but back in the day, <laughs> my day a long time ago, we actually had mechanical voting machines that would be brought into the classroom so what? High school kids could practice voting. The same type of mock-ups that they had that were really being used for voting, we would have a mock-up in class. Everybody get a chance to pull a lever and find out the first time I had to go vote for real, I had a chance to pull my lever and then pull the screen back. I felt so empowered. I felt so much a citizen. I was truly an American. Having said that, cousins, 
So now we have different things. We have electronic voting and all kinds of things that have happened. But here's something that's also kind of occurring. This is a whole new world, a whole new day. Cousins, a couple weeks ago, I got a telephone call to my cell call that was totally unsolicited. There was a woman's voice at the other side saying, don't go outside, don't go outside, don't vote. Come on, cousin. <laughs> uh -uh. Cousin, too many people have fought and died for me to have the opportunity to vote and for you to have the opportunity to vote, okay? And so some unsolicited telephone call by somebody I don't know, did not recognize the number, calling to tell me don't go outside and vote? Come on, cousin, you know that's not gonna happen. And so let's just understand that this may in fact be some mal person, i.e. someone who doesn't care about us in our country, trying to convince us not to vote. For lack of better phrase, I'll just call it some foreign actor. Okay? I don't know who it was. They didn't have an accent. They sound like just like you and I. But the point is they were trying to discourage me from going and executing my constitutional right to vote in this upcoming election. That's not going to happen, cousins. And it shouldn't happen for you. So don't listen to that if you get it. There's also other things that are being done, too. I don't know what your experiences are, but as I mentioned to you kind of earlier on, if it's not coming from one of the organizations that says that the candidate at the end of it says he or she endorses this advertisement, ignore it. Because it's probably not going to be right. It's not going to be good for you. Because after all, let's think about it. Everybody who's running for an office, from the president of the United States down to whatever level you have in your organization, in your town or your city, they're coming to you asking you as their boss to hire them. Right? You're hiring them to come do a job for you. It's not automatic. It's not to be taken for granted. They're asking you to, by pulling that vote for them, to say, I want to hire you for the job. How many times have you gone out and you're sitting there talking to somebody and interviewing for a job, and you're sitting there wondering whether they're going to accept you or recognize what's on your resume? It's the same process, cousins, except now you're on the other side of the table. And your vote is giving you that opportunity to exercise that right. So let's talk about what's going to happen coming up in a couple of weeks. Here's some ideas. <clears throat> Excuse me. I didn't necessarily research these. These are the kind of things I've gone through over time, observed from different elections I've seen, perhaps I've been a part of or not been a part of. Here's kind of a couple of things you might want to do. A number of your cousins already have submitted your ballots. For those, for those states that had early balloting, you've already submitted. That's fine. From what I understand, and you can check it out with your particular town or the city, rather, find out to make sure your vote has already been registered and counted. All the cousins, think about it. In every state, there's, there's an office called the Secretary of State that's a part of the, the, uh, your state government. They're online, they have telephone calls, etc. You can call them to find out any information you need to be current and accurate in regards to your opportunity to vote. Where the polling places are, what the times are, any identification you need to bring with you when you go in to vote, all that sort of thing. You can find it online and you can get the information by calling the Secretary of State in all your respective states. Okay, cousins? We have to be proactive to make sure our democracy works. So don't tell me, oh, I got to make a telephone call. You're making telephone calls every day, player. Come on, don't give me that. Make a telephone call and find out what you need to do in order to be able to vote. The other thing, so let's talk about your voting day strategy. 
Now, I've seen some really horrific pictures over time, in my opinion, in which cousins have had a chance to stand in line for hours in order to get a chance to go register their vote. And my hat's off, and I commend all those cousins for that courage and that a dedication to their constitutional right. But so keeping those things in mind, let's start thinking about maybe some things you want to do, like a checklist, like bringing some water with you, you know, maybe bring your, make sure you have your phone charged, okay? You know, maybe bringing a chair, maybe another cousin, an older cousin like me or somebody with a bad hip might need to sit down for a minute. Bring a chair, a folding chair. You can use them this summer anyway. Bring a folding chair with you, okay? Make sure you're going to be able to work it out. And if somebody needs to go relieve themselves, stay, save their place in line. Cousin, we all need to do that. Right? That one person in line, that's not going to make you five minutes or 10 minutes any quicker you getting in. So help a cousin out. But the whole idea is you have to get ready, perhaps, for being there for a longer period of time. All right? The other thing is that there probably will be more than there have been in the past poll watchers. Now, poll watchers are the folks who are then duly designated by the respective political parties to just watch the polls and make sure everything's okay. They are not intimidators. If you live in a state in which you have carry out opportunities and you might see poll watchers carrying out, that's fine. They're executing their legal opportunities, but that's not to say you can't vote and they're not there to pre prevent you from voting. Just say, excuse me, step aside and go ahead on and execute your vote. Okay? As well as in most states are some distance away, which people handing out pamphlets and those kind of things have to be away from the actual polling locations and or the doors associated with that. All right? So also, cousins, think about this. Mm, I'm on a throw. Think about this. So as you go in and you're deciding who you want to vote for, there's a long list, number of different positions. You don't have to vote for the same party for the same person all the way across. Okay? You can pick and choose. You can say, hey, I know that person. They're my neighbor. They're working for this position. I want them. I know that person. They represent me pretty well. I like their positions. I like this person. You don't have to go through and say, hey, I'm this particular party or that particular party and vote consistently through. Right? You can pick and choose. So keep that up as an option. Because once again, keep in mind, each of those persons, each of those cousins are asking you to validate them and hire them for a new job. Some of you may live in states and or municipalities in which you're having referendums or initiatives. Do your research ahead of time. Cousins, I hate this. People don't do their research ahead of time. Here's a paragraph long of information you have to read to understand what's going on, and they haven't looked at it till they, first, till they get there in line. What does that do? That slows everybody up. So if you have a chance, go online, look in your local newspapers, and find out what are the referendums and or initiatives that might be in your area so you can then read up on it ahead of time so you know which way you want to vote, positively or negatively. Referendums and initiatives are a great way in order to have the people weigh in directly as to how they feel about given items, either legislation or concepts or ideas or something else you think ought to be happening for your state or your, your municipality. So, cousin, they're a great thing. Do your research ahead of time, okay? And give the rest of us in line behind you a break, okay? All right, cousins, that's all we have for today. So be mindful of some of these ideas. Some of them may be new, some of them may be old. But think about your strategy for voting and make sure you're prepared for it. And don't forget, we keep wearing our mask, right? Because COVID is not going away. And I want you to take care of yourselves because I care about you. I want you to care about me. Have a great day, cousins. Yeah.
Ah, the peace.